0: Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Big Irv versus The People podcast. But this one is special because every Tuesday evening, I record with the Straight From The Hip podcast. So, popping off on this week, we have another exciting show where I do some craziness and everybody laughs. Y'all know how I do. So, pop up to see the video on Facebook, Straight From The Hip, on YouTube, Straight For The Hip and enjoy that version as well as this audio version. So, I appreciate you guys. we we'll to have a quick ad, and then we're going to start the show.
1: Thanks for listening. Yeah, and I yeah. saw the topic headline. I said, oh, here we go. He it's ain't like, giving them no days off.
2: When I see the Hawks and the Falcons on there, like, I just get like, oh. <laughs> like, I want to talk about them with everybody but this t- squad. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's only really coach because Irv don't care because you know the Washington football team is. I guess they made the playoffs last year, but I mean, he knows how that go. Coach is the only one to be, and that's just he. He's hated the Falcons, any Atlanta team. He's hated them since I've known them. Like,
2: I know, but the, it, it, but the logic that is not there.
1: Oh no, never.
2: <laughs> like I hate them because of the fans. Then hate the fans.
1: Nah, he got it. He gotta take it. He gotta take it all the way. He can't. He can't yeah. be half stepping. Who are you talking about? You hate? <laughs> Talk about you. I do hate the thing. You they talking about them. some? You talking about something
3: in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah just, just, nine, 285. That's all. <laughs> talking that.
1: 285. What
2: are you talking about? Two eighty
3: five. You talking about? You talking about? i sorry, ass Atlanta. Did you go out there for your little, uh, your little five dollar <laughs> practice the other day? No, sir.
2: I'm recovering from surgery.
3: Okay. Now you just knew it was a better way to spend five dollars.
2: I'll be there Friday though.
3: <laughs> For what?
2: For their um, I think they have a game against the Titans
3: on Friday. Are you supposed to be able to get all up close and personal with them out there the other day? Who you messing yeah. with on the Falcon? I know you, I know about you and Chris Paul. Who you got on the Falcon
2: now that Julio left? Nobody, <laughs> sir. Come on, I ain't gonna tell me. I'm nobody. trying to mess I'm Arthur Blank. I don't this
3: got to tell you. This just us. This just us. This ain't nobody on here yet. You can tell me and Jay. <laughs> Arthur Blank. It be no, it ain't Arthur Blank. I know it ain't Arthur Blank. I will. I tell everybody. I, I know, I know you. You. You get around. I see you. You pretty smooth with your game. I see that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. It might be <laughs> Matt Ryan. That would explain a lot.
2: No. Yeah, it might be. Nah. If I was going to go with a white dude, it would not be Matt Ryan. <laughs> well, that <laughs> that not be Arthur Barry Jesus. <laughs> Is that Travis? I've never seen his hair. Uh, no. Here, hold this.
3: We would love oh, to really shoot it that right. way. There's
2: a baby. Honey, go down further.
3: That's what I'm There's talking about. Baby. Look at the baby.
2: Wow!
3: That's what I'm talking about. Thank to you tonight. Thank you. Oh, make sure. I got it. I got hey, it. Man. I got
2: it. Congratulations, Congratulations.
1: Travis, get out of the way. Travis, go get the car. Yeah, no. Know. Look at look at Geraldine. Look at Geraldine. Aww. That's what I'm talking about. Hi,
2: Ashley Joy. I know your name.
3: <laughs> Supreme Court Justice Geraldine Butler. That's yeah. have right <laughs> a baby.
1: Okay. That's sweet. Speedy That's recovery. My, um, yeah, if you don't mind, we'll call you back in like five minutes. I know we would have came and visited you guys, but uh Travis ain't telling nobody nothing, so you know how that go. They probably what ain't he,
3: gonna let you in anyway.
2: What yeah, did he you not right. do? Are you still in the hospital? No. Yes. Oh, you are, we are. Okay.
3: okay. When when <laughs> they gonna let you out, Megan?
2: We don't know yet. Um I'm doing fine.
1: Yeah.
2: but um she's not eating enough of her bottle. Okay, so she's, she's got to be in here a little bit longer. Okay. okay. Yep. So we need to eat more. There you go. We got to throw some grits in there. She's from the South. Hey. Oh, hold on. She's she's talking. Say hi. Oh. Hey, hi. Did you say something? Megan, does she have a head of hair? We didn't get to see her hair. Oh, hang on.
1: <laughs> Holy moly. Hair. Oh, man. That hair looked better than Travis' beard. Good job. I know that's right. Oh, that's sweet.
3: Then again, the hair under my armpits, armpits look better than Travis's beard. Travis,
2: I have never seen you without a hat, Travis.
3: We like to keep it that way, Travis, if your hat's nearby.
2: There's
3: your head. Hold on. Oh, some other baby cutting up in there. Congratulations,
2: y'all.
1: You got Thank that right. Congratulations. Yeah. It's Hold the on.
2: end of the world, as you know it.
1: I know. I know. He don't, I try to tell him he don't know what that, that, that daughter smoke bring, boy. That daughter, daughter smoke bring a whole other set of gray hairs on you.
3: Indeed. Hey, we're going to get you some kind of badge or something. I mean, God knows you deserve one.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Coach, do you have girls? I do. I got I got the biggest deal of them all. Y'all just don't even know. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I give Sydney $250 a month for her car insurance every month. And and I, I can't tell how many times I take Sydney out to eat this, that, and other. So the other day I bought BJ a bottle of cologne because he smelled a bottle of cologne I got. He said, Oh, I like that cologne. So I surprised him bought him a bottle of cologne. You should have seen the stink face I got from Sydney, but I didn't have that for her. Lord, have
2: mercy. <laughs>
3: BJ said, I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> you knew oh, better than that. How old man. are
2: your how old is your daughter? Twenty-seven. Oh, somebody making a face. I see her.
1: Yes. Yeah. She's
2: thinking
1: about the same. Hey Carrie, had both too, but I got two girls, and like I said, it's something with them girls and daddies. I boy. ain't no
3: doubt about that. Them girls, something else, boy.
1: Yeah. No matter how mad I get, man, I'd be like, "All right, man, just just leave me alone." Like. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. A little, let me tell you a quick
3: story here. My son was in high school, uh, about to be in his uh, senior year my daughter got up there my ex-wife called me she said uh uh just want you to know your child up there fighting in school today i said i'm gonna kill him she said that's not a child i'm talking about
2: <laughs> <laughs> she said he
3: what in school today oh sorry We're fighting Ooh. but it wasn't a he it was the guy said i'm gonna kill him she said that's not the child i'm talking about
2: hey <laughs>
1: Sometimes you got to throw hands. I think so. All mm-hmm. right. Well, let's I'm go. At... Travis, you you joining the show or are you jumping off? Mm-hmm. We're, we're leaving. Okay. But real quick. Say hi.
3: Congratulations,
2: Travis.
3: Here you go. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Yeah. Aww. Hey, Travis. Travis, while you're in there, see if they can get a mask to cover your whole face.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bye, Travis. Thank you. <laughs> I'll, watch, I'll, I'll watch on Facebook.
2: <laughs> my,
1: he's so bad. What's wrong, girl? Talk to him. Go, You go ahead and start, coach. We ain't, we ain't got no theme. We're already behind. Go ahead and run it. <laughs> hey, welcome to Straight from the Hip. I'm your host coach, Gerald Blue Mitchell, coming to you live
3: from the Imperial Palace on Black Mania. Guys, I did something crazy today. I ran three miles, and then after that, I went and did a leg workout, and I don't know if I'm going to make it through tonight. Man, my legs cramped up so bad in that shower, I didn't know if I was going to be able to get down here <laughs> and, get, and get to the computer. I don't know what I was
1: thinking about, but I'm, I'm hurting somebody. I was wondering what was taking you so long. I'm like, dude, I almost had to call you to come get, get me. Yeah, I'm like, he ain't. Everybody got on before you. <laughs> Jay, I left my dog on phone in the other room.
3: I was like, if I could have gotten the nine one one, would be <a> <laughs> in my living room right now. I ain't gonna lie. Well, them dogs on. The night. Man, them hands, dude. I'm finna go get me some bio lights soon we get off this thing and drink me like two bottles of that junk. Man, I am I am really scared about tonight. Cause when them cramps hit you in the middle of the night, that's on a whole nother level.
2: Absolutely. So
3: anyway, Irv, Big Irv is in the building, all yes, the way sir. from Chocolate City. Had heard some news out of Chocolate City. We're gonna talk about today. <laughs> yes, sir. Kyle Kuzma
2: trying to make a little noise. Miss Kara, how you doing, Miss Kara? I'm doing all right. I wish I was running three miles like you. Good on I you. Hear you. Well
3: well you will be running three miles soon if you're gonna be trying to keep up with them Atlanta Falcons and then lose the street. So
0: <laughs> I know you say you
3: get ready to go down there this Friday night. I will go I will go down there and waste my money, but uh we playing in the oh, we got a game this Friday night, high school game, and then we play in the dome next Saturday. So we play in the Mercedes Benz dome next Saturday. So uh so, Miss Carrie, you need to come on in and and check us out. Northquinette High School in the building. Gonna play against uh Hoover High School out of Hoover, Alabama, right outside of Birmingham. So uh that's gonna be very interesting. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Cause Hoover's always loaded. Yeah. And uh they are a national powerhouse and uh we Northwinette. So uh we're gonna see what's going on. All right. So anyway, let's go ahead and get this party started. Now y'all know uh Here lately, we've been talking about the NBA first. But now that the NBA is kind of over and done, we're going to switch gears. We're going to move football up to the front because a lot going on in football. First of all, my first thing I put out that day was losing their minds in Buffalo. Did you see how much money they gave Josh Allen? Yeah, dog. I mean, is that not crazy or what? Six years. Two hundred and fifty-eight million, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's over a quarter of a billion dollars. Are you serious, Miss Terry, Talk to him. What's going on up there in Buffalo?
2: Listen, they've been waiting for this for a long time. They're hungry. They're trying to pay this cat so he don't ever leave. Oh my God! I mean, he's he looks promising. He plays well. I don't know. Given the um, uh, the competition out there, I don't know how far he'll get. But um, his contract looks better, right as it is, um, than Mr. Mahomes. And I mean, if he stays healthy, that's the that's the key. If he stays healthy, he stands to earn a lot of money after the six after the six years or after the seventh year, I guess. There you go, uh, Irv. What say
0: you? Listen, as a quarterback, all you need is one good year to get that. Thank, you Irv. That's Thank it. you, Irv. That's it. Who was it? I mean, cousins. <laughs> Did everybody hear what Irv just said?
3: I everybody didn't hear
0: what Irv. Said it. Hear say said again. Irv. No, it only takes one good year for a quarterback to get that money. Mm. He said, Look at Kirk Cousins. I look,
3: not only that, look Look at the boy that, that just got hurt a year, uh, that just left Philadelphia. When I mean,
0: oh, Wentz, oh, yeah,
3: no, not him. Him, what's the name, Jason? Jason knows what I'm talking about. I, I talk about him all the time on this show. They just left Philly? Yeah. I he think
2: just he went, he went to Philly, coach?
3: No, he just left Philly. Yeah,
2: maybe, Carson
3: maybe Wentz. A Carson Wentz, that's him. Carson Wentz, they threw out of Philadelphia. He had one good year. They gave him all yeah. that money and big contract and all that. That joke was terrible now.
2: Yeah. I mean,
3: I don't understand why – with that happening so many times, why these NFL franchises continue to do this, why they continue to reward guys, especially a quarterback, just for one year like that. And then, and I understand, you know, you think he's the, the, the full package, he can run, he can throw. I'm sure he's great in the community, all of those things. But do you not see what happens to these guys, especially quarterbacks, how quickly they can go south on you in oh, no yeah. time.
1: Oh, yeah. But I mean, I think that that's – All this I think is just, after the third year. So exactly. They're
0: having, a good, they're having a good year, third year, and then getting paid for the fourth. I mean, you, you just look at it. Like, these quarterbacks, if you get your timing correct, you're going to get that money. I agree. Did you hear what uh, Baker Mayfield said when they
3: asked him about it? He said, hey, what happened with him is great for all quarterbacks. It's great for the NFL Players Association, yada, 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 because he was just thinking to himself, yeah, my bag is coming. All I got to do is have one good year, and then my bag will be coming just like that. And, I mean, it's insane. I think that's how you ruin a franchise.
0: I think that's how you you
3: absolutely destroy a franchise. You
0: you pay the back, you got to ruin every other
3: position. I agree pretty much. I mean, you got to cut back anyway. So anyway, with that being said, let's move on and talk about another quarterback real quick, Deshaun Watson. There's rumors out there now that Deshaun Watson could possibly still play this season in Houston amidst the rumors of him being traded and, and, and the team looking for a trade and, and whatnot. Ms. Carey, I'm going to start with you. Is there any way possible that you could see Deshaun Watson playing in Houston this year?
2: Man, I'm so mad because I said there was no way Aaron Rodgers was playing in Green Bay and look at his dumb ass. Yeah. But um, I want to say no. I want to say there's no way he puts on a Houston jersey. No, sir. What are you think, Earl? Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: Okay. Go ahead, um, yeah Yeah, uh, it's going to happen. Uh, if, it might not be game one, but it'll be game four when they own three. Wow. Ms. Karen, go ahead with your comment.
2: Did he say it would happen?
0: He
3: said, yes, it would.
2: Man, I just don't think given, you know, I think that there was all a little bit of fishiness around the allegations themselves. Again, I always want to believe the victim, um, the timing of the allegations, the fact that the allegations came out and there still have been no charges. and the fact that this is pro- this might be a way to sway his reputation in general so he can't get picked up and he want- when he wanted to get traded they wouldn't trade him and then the allegations came out so i i just think there's no way he puts on a bad uniform it's a bad look for him it's a bad look for the victims and it's a bad look for the nfl
3: first of all everybody is saying right now that Houston is probably gonna be the worst team in the NFL, if not close to it. I mean they'd probably be, you know, second to the Falcons as far as being the worst team in the NFL. Um they're gonna be bad. I mean it, it's a lot of talk and uh you know as far as how they're gonna be this year. And I can see just like Er said, you know, with the rookie quarterback, which is I think all they've got now, um Davis Mills, just came in from, uh, don't get me wrong, from Gwinnett County. I know him, know his family well, used to coach him all that. But everybody knows when you're a rookie in the NFL, it's tough. And uh, I I think it's fair to say that Davis kind of struggled a little bit at times at Stanford while he was there. So it, it it would be a lot for him to come in and do well. And, you know, there's only a few people in this league that can move like Deshaun Watson. I mean, you know, you talk about Russell Wilson, you talk about Patrick Mahomes, you talk about Lamar Jackson, maybe Josh Allen, and then after that, there ain't no more talking. I mean, th- th- you know, there's only maybe five, maybe you know, six quarterbacks that have that type of mobility like a Deshaun Watson has and can do the things that he does. So, but here's my thing, Deshaun, and and I and I. You know, I know Deshaun is watching like most of the people around the NFL watch this show. But, Deshaun, I need you to turn that money down, and I need you to stand for something. Because you can't let somebody do you like that Mm -hmm. and still be going out there and slaving for them Mm -hmm. and and trying to win games Mm -hmm. for them and whatnot when you know for a fact that that old man has something to do with all this. And, I mean, you can feel it deep down just like everybody else can. And now you go out there and cap like that? No, dude, don't, don't. I surely hope he will go on ahead and demand a trade or do something, but I hope he will not go back on that field and play for that man. Miss Karen, what do you think? Who? who? i just asking you, you, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I, I believe with Deshaun's, with his mama in his ear, she says, don't you put on a jersey. Don't you put on that Houston jersey. Not I know after
3: all what, of Houston. Dude, that would be embarrassing for him to go out there to me yeah, and, yeah. And, and try to play. knowing Goodwill with all they've tried to do to him. And, I mean, got him all out there like that. And now you're going to put on that jersey. And mess. if you mess around and win a game, I'm flying to you. <laughs> I mean, dude, that would just be well, – I mean, how bad would that be? I mean, yeah. I don't know what what the, what the headline would even say. If, if that were to happen, is, is that not crazy? 100%. So what do you think,
0: or we will let you wrap it up, Ernie. Yeah, there should be no way possible for him to go back to Houston whatsoever. I wouldn't even have showed up to training camp. He even showed up. So I, at this point, <laughs> I, I don't even know what's going on in his head right now. Um, but there, there's no way possible he should even be showing up at training camp right now. Like it, it should be. Him in New Orleans right now, and then let's let's just stop talking.
3: But there have been there have been talks of him even playing in their first game, but they said he just missed too much time, you know, yeah. being on the field. And they yeah. act like if he had been around, he would be starting in the, in the game coming up the preseason game. I mean, how crazy is that? <clears throat> I, I don't I don't I just don't get it. I mean, I really don't. I'd be like, listen, you know, good and well, I'm not coming back here. So y'all just need to find me somewhere to go. These are your five or six teams that I I will go to and let's get the ball rolling. I mean, I don't, I just can't imagine. When I first heard this story, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Um, Matthew Callet says, I think he's headed to the commissioner's exempt list and he, very, he may very well be. He might not be able to play anyway for whoever gets, but I, I could, I could, I'm telling you, and Matt, you were in the NFL as an attorney, so you know how this stuff works. I can see it swinging that somebody's going to rub somebody's palm the right way to have mm-hmm. Deshaun back in Houston, playing in Houston. I just hope and pray Deshaun is the only thing that can keep that from happening, and I'm hoping that he will be that thing and not let it happen. That, that's the only only hope we could have. I, sure anyway, I know that's terrible. All right, moving right along. Uh, Michael Thomas. Everybody here, the story about Michael Thomas in New Orleans, about mm-hmm. how uh, they got uh, sideways with each other, about his uh, quote unquote latest shenanigans. Miss Carrie, since that's in the division with your Falcons, I'm going to let you talk about that first.
2: I say they go ahead and trade them. They're going to be a dumpster fire, anyways. Um, let him go. It'll save them 1.2 mil now and 74 mil um, over the next couple of years. And they're, they're the ones in trouble with the salary cap. So let him go. Um, I think that the, that last year's injury and the fight that he had with the, with the teammate already set him up. Then the saints were trying to say that he put off this surgery too late in the season or too late in the off season, um, so he's not going to be available right away. I just think I think it's too much. I think he should go. I think he wants to leave anyways because he knows they're going to be a shit show.
3: Now, just just out of curiosity, I have to ask this question: Are your comments tainted because you're <laughs> such a you such a falcon lover? I mean, I'm gay hey, Listen, I have to ask that for everybody who's watching because they everybody's thinking it. So I have to say they're like. Oh, she number one falcon lover, and all this old mess, and and number one hawk lover, and all that other stuff. Atlanta girl. I mean, is that not coming out of some of your comments?
2: I'm just asking for a friend. I would lie if I said no, but okay. but the truth of the matter is, they're gonna be shit whether he's there or not. So go ahead and leave. The teams wow. that he can go to. That that they're saying he might he could go to. I mean, they have some positive things on it. The Chargers, the Ravens, even the Jags, they're gonna suck, but at least they're gonna get some attention.
3: Well, if he's going to the Ravens, he better be a good blocker. I can tell you that much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he definitely <laughs> went <go> to Baltimore. <laughs> Talk to me. <laughs> Listen, uh, when you got a guy who we don't know how he's gonna work out throughout the season take Taysom Hill. And you got a guy who can easily throw forty interceptions in the season, wow. and James Winston, yeah, uh, or who I call Point Shavis. Uh, listen, I, I'd be on the first thing smoking. Like, or it might be a situation like I was telling somebody else about Jimmy Graham and uh, Marquise Colston. Drew Brees is the product of this success, so we might find out something that uh, we we might not want to know when uh, Drew Brees retired.
3: I mean, here, here's my thing about all this. Michael Thomas is considered to be, like, one of the top three receivers in the entire league. I mean, that's why he got the bag that he got and whatnot. And, I mean, he is he is so very well thought of. There he is catching a ball on Bradley Roby. Jason, I don't know what Jason dug that out for. Bradley Roby, 21, <laughs> he's catching that ball again. But, anyway, I mean, I don't I don't get – how one of the best receivers in the league is in a situation that he's in now. One of the things that bothers me about it, and I, I'm talking to Michael Thomas, I'm talking to every professional ball player, whether you're basketball, hockey, soccer, I don't care what it is. Why do you wait till the last damn minute to deal with a health problem when you've had all year? Why isn't as soon as the season ends, you went on having that surgery on your knee or your ankle or your thumb or whatever. you going to wait till damn training camp, and now I'm talking about you getting ready to go have surgery on something that's bothering you, that's, that's a big problem for me, especially when you're supposed to be one of the leaders of the team. You're supposed to be one of the best receivers in the league, and you're going to wait until June to have surgery on a thumb or whatever you're talking about having Dude, that is that that's beyond me. I don't understand that. And I know, I know. Somebody, Jason, gonna pop up here in a minute and say, "Hey man, let that man. He's been working hard all year. Let him go do his thing." Now, bullshit. Here he go. <laughs> 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 I know. I was ready for him. I was ready for him. So you don't tell that man how to spend his vacation. That man already planned the vacation with his family. I just think that is so irresponsible when you've had all this time. Oh, there he is some physical therapist convinced him it would heal. That's what uh, Matthew Cowlett is saying. And, yeah. and maybe so. Maybe, maybe they did. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, again, that's very irresponsible of you to take the word of some quack.
2: I mean, <clears throat> what, what is that? I do wonder if if Drew Brees was still his quarterback, whether he would be playing. Oh, absolutely. I, I so now, he so be, now I, the I, beginning of the season is here. He knows Taysom Hill is it or Jameis Winston. He's like, now nah, I'm going to go ahead and get this operation while I'm getting paid by these folks to prepare for my trade.
3: Hey. I'll be honest
2: with you. I, I,
3: saw saw him, I saw him last year making some faces when Drew Brees was in there. I, I don't think he's crazy about breeze being in anymore because obviously they've been in practice and i'm sure drew breeze is underthrowing him in practice left and right and so i i think he kind of lost some faith in drew breeze and probably felt it was time for him to go but i don't think he was happy about who they had left there to 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 you know pick up after breeze either so i can see him kind of being like man it's about time for me to get up out of here and, and try to find him somewhere where they can at least get the ball to him. And I, I think that's probably his concern. Ooh, who is that they're beating right there? I can't tell what team that is. <laughs> Where the DB just fell out of I do Nobody,
2: Nobody, was close.
3: Don't Nobody did anything to that DB. Why are they showing all these highlights against this team
0: right here? Wow. Jason. I got wow. you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's usually me getting beat up on. Jason, Jason handpicked those. Handpick those. uh, Right. (laughs) You ain't gonna never find no 49er ones up in there. They were just digging and digging and digging for those highlights.
3: All right, let's move right along. Speaking of the Falcons, they had an open practice the other night in the bins. Anybody could go. Five dollars. Miss Carrie, you were there. Tell us what happened. Uh Oh,
2: Miss Carrie was not there
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, at all. Earth. Just like you asked while we were talking in the pre in the pre-session. You knew my that. bad. I thought you said you were that. My bad. Er, did you go? Did you by chance go, Er? I didn't go to that one. I you know what? I need Jason to pop up because I know Jason took his girls. I know he took him down there to meet Matt Ryan and meet all the Falcon players. And there, there it is right there. Look at that. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about had a $5. You know what they did with that money? They dedicated that money to kids going back to school or something, I think they said they were doing with it. But all the money, all the proceeds were going to charity. Jay, can you tell us how many people were there the other night? <laughs> <Five>
1: <laughs> oh, you said seven people, really? You know, goddamn penthouse. well, I ain't gonna see no goddamn problems. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you even ask me that stuff.
3: Listen, I have it on good authority. I found out they said there were 27 and a half people there at, at, the, at the thing that night. 27 and a half. So one of them was a midget. It was, um, was at that, that midget wrestling thing that Travis and Jason was going to. <laughs>
0: wow. So one of them
3: came out there. So 27 and a half, and they made, uh, I think they made just under $200. So they're going to be able to help like three kids with some back to school gear. yeah <laughs> <And, and, laughs> You know? And it was a phenomenal practice. Everybody thought it was great. The, the community thought it was great. Dude, You got to be kidding me. I mean, do you know what this would have done if they had done this in Green Bay or if they had done this in Washington, D.C. or if they had done this in Tampa, Florida? Could you imagine? If Even if they had done this in New England, even with the revamped Patriots, Dude, any other city, any other city would have absolutely rocked this thing. And then the Falcons put on that thing they just put on. I mean, why y'all love them is beyond me. I hope Mr. Peavy's on here. But I, I don't I, I just don't get it. I don't understand. Miss Karen, being a Falcon fan like you are, help me understand what keeps you being a Falcon fan. That I and like to invest
2: in the city that I'm in. When I was in D.C., I was yeah. a, I was a Redskins fan. Like, I'm just trying to be a part of the community where I live. I've been in Atlanta since 2016. I've been a fan of the Falcons since 2016. And that's the way it will be. I'll welcome wow. I'll them as long as I'm here. Tom said loyalty. Tom, Tom said
3: loyalty is what keeps him, I guess, going. Listen to hey. me. I, I'm loyal to I'm loyal to hating I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm as loyal as it can be to be a hater of the Falcons. Good God almighty. I've been in Atlanta since 2005. No, I'm sorry. That's wrong. Since 1995, I've been in Atlanta. 1995, I've been here and hated them jokers since the day I I parked up here in Gwinnett County.
2: Without any logic, though. for you hate them because you hate the fans? Logic.
3: Are you kidding me? Logic. They suck. I mean, they're terrible. (laughs) They are a horrible franchise. They got horrible fans. They got probably the worst fan base in America. I mean, there's all kind of reasons to not like him. No, you say that, Herb, but think about it. Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Cleveland Browns. They say the Cleveland Browns, one of the worst franchises in football, got one of the best fan bases around the world. You know why? Everybody loves that lonesome loser, but if that's that's what gets me about the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons are terrible. Why don't more people love them? Cause they're just as bad as the Cleveland Browns. How come more people don't love the Falcons? Cause these people here love the Falcons for about three weeks, and then when they're like one and three around week four or oh and four, or oh, everybody off the boat, then they're like, "Man, these <laughs> jokes suck." Coach. <Come> <laughs> and then you got a hundred people sitting up in. Mercedes Benz watching James and whatnot. Yes, Miss Sharon, go ahead.
2: Coach Atlanta is a transient city. Okay. People are not coming in and out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Ain't nobody moving to Cincinnati, Ohio.
3: Okay, so people you make my point? People are coming boy. in
2: and out of Atlanta all the time. You, you, you make make it my point? people point? and seven of them don't did not were not raised here, so there are you no make you point, They weren't born here,
3: but people on, are trying to be. Keep that. Keep that energy. You're making my point for me. That's why they suck, and that's why they got a <laughs> terrible fan base. Because you just said these are transient people; they don't give a damn about this football team, and that's exactly why I don't like them. Because of everything that you just said, you said that as you said they got bad things. You said they're you said they're ain't said in the. They were bad teams. fans. I yeah, said you,
2: they, they were said transient, they transient. And so they gotta well, they gotta be they gotta get invested, but they gotta get their feet in the ground first. Give us a chance. We're coming back. <laughs> how long it take them to get invested? How long? Um, how, how long did it take somebody to get invested in a team? Not ever? me, a long time. I came in twenty sixteen. I've been a fan since.
3: Irv, right, how long it take you to get invested in a team?
0: Day one. I mean,
2: if you're gonna be with the team, well, we're the team. sports fans. We are sports fans. Not everybody is a sports fan. Wow.
0: Wow. And, I, and I, I, I had to think about it. Uh, the team that I was thinking about has the most delusional fans, and that's the Cowboys.
3: I ain't no doubt about that. And I, 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 <laughs> I kicked them to the curb years ago when they hired Barry <laughs> Switzer. I was done. That's my family. That's our family team. Except for me, I be, I be cheering against them every Thanksgiving while everybody else cheering for them. Yes, indeed. I, I couldn't do that. What Jay said. <laughs>
0: A little training camp
3: conversation <laughs> turned into this. <laughs> I hear you, Jay. I hear you. I, just, I had to. Because when I saw that little $5 deal, why are you going to charge $5? I mean, you'd be better off just saying, hey, we just taking donations. Y'all just drop a dollar in the cup, <laughs> drop a couple quarters in there, do whatever. They're going to charge $5 a person to come in and watch them practice. I mean, who does that? Who does that, Irvin? i mean that must have been for some
2: magic city something i mean i feel like they need a better pr team because i didn't know that they were having open practice
0: thank you and I'm, a season,
2: and I'm a season ticket holder
0: a, a lot you. of teams a lot of teams did it quietly I know washington did it too
3: wow well they had it all on the radio i heard it on the radio I don't, you must not listen to the radio miss chair
2: no i don't i work from home. Oh, apparently not because it was
3: all over the radio Did they have? having Anyway, I'm telling you right now, I'm calling you out right here in public. Get you a new team. I'm saying, <laughs> get, get you a new team, Miss Carey. No. I ain't going to say nothing about your basketball team. I'm going to let you keep your basketball team. I know you and your man got your thing. But, but, but as far <laughs> as this right here, Miss Carey, get you a new team before the season starts. I'm going to give you time to do your homework. I'm going to give you time to study and all that other stuff. Get you a new team before the season starts. Hey, hey, Matt, that's 100% oh correct. Man Matt said Washington charge you $5, get in, and $50 park. 100%. 100%. <laughs> that sounds like that man been to Washington, D.C. a couple of times. And he all
0: ain't. Right, folks,
3: let's move right along. Uh, Hall of Fame was this week. First of all, if you watch the Hall of Fame game, somebody say something on there about who watched the Hall of Fame game. Does anybody watch that game? Mm-hmm. I mean, dude. I mean, they don't have no, none of the starting quarterback starting. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott and them, all these boys over there dressed in, like, blue jeans and stuff with cowboy boots on. I mean, who watches that game? I mean, why do they even play that game? I mean, if, if you're going to play that game, why not just play flag football or something? I mean, it's, it's crazy that they're actually out there trying to play a game. I mean, they've had, like, three practices or something like that. I mean, it's just asinine to me that they play that game. But outside of the game, they had the Hall of Fame inductees in there. How do you feel about this year's Hall of Fame inductees? Let's start with Irv this time.
0: For me, there's a few names that should have been in there a long time ago. All right, come on. The Drew Pearsons of the world. The – who else was it that I saw um, 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 Steve Atwater's of the world Steve Atwater, that's my boy. Uh, the, the Harold Carmichael's of the world okay like, a lot of these guys should have already been in the Hall of Fame okay Um, but as far as the class I can't hate on a lot of the guys that actually went out, I'm trying to think of somebody that, I, that probably should not have gone in what about John Lynch? I'm not really a Thank John you, Lynch Jason. fan Thank you, thank you, Jason. I'm not a John Lynch fan. Tell me what he did. He he basically had the numbers in the defense that, that gave him the tackle stats. Wow. So he so he's going in Look, the hall of fame for tackling people. But but the thing is, if you think about any showstopping performance that John Lynch had, nobody can think of anything.
3: But well, that's my point. I mean, is that not what the Hall of Fame is for? The showstoppers? That's what I that's what I thought. I mean, I don't get this whole John Lynch thing. I'm sorry. I, I never anybody say Lynch. what they want to say. I mean, somebody tell me why. I would love for a listener to tell me why. And I, I'm a, I'm a 49ers guy. I, I, I'm I'm Jason. will tell you. I'm me and him, big time 49ers fan. Why is John Lynch? Why did he get in the Hall of Fame?
0: But I mean, the, but what the, did he do? But the funny thing is, when you look at the other guys, the Rondé Barbers, the the Derek Brooks, the Warren Saps from those defenses. They actually had show stopping stuff. You can't think of nothing that John Lynch ever did except piggyback off of these guys. I agree. But, like, you know, like the Isaac Bruce's, you know, he deserved it. Calvin Johnson, even though he didn't play long, he deserved it. Peyton Manning, they gave him the Hall of Fame jacket when he stepped off the field. Oh, I know that.
3: But they knew that was coming. You knew that was coming.
0: Um, but you you know, every the most most of the time when I look at these lists, the first thing I do is list, look at the guys who are over the five-year period that should have should have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. Well, okay, talk to me about Drew
3: Pierce. And I'm I used to be a cowboy fan. Drew Pierce used to be my favorite wide receiver. Why was he not in here before now? And why is it that we had to go through these agonizing years of watching him at home waiting for his call? And not getting this call and crying like a baby. I mean, did they put him in just for sympathy, you think? What do you I, think,
0: I really don't know. For me, I really don't know. Like, it, And then it's like, for some reason, so much harder for wide receivers for some dumb reason. Well, look at all the wide receivers they put in this year. They put in Megatron. They put in
3: Isaac Bruce. But Isaac I mean, Bruce, this wasn't his first, I think this was his third ticket. I don't know. They're Roger and that's Roger Starbuck, for those of you who don't know. That was one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Don't nobody know who he is. They're like, who is that old white
0: dude up there? Up there putting <laughs> it. Is that his daddy?
1: <laughs> well, it's
0: yeah, it's it's rough, man. Like it's gonna be like for me, I got a couple Washington players that should be in there, but for some reason they're not in there like the Joe Jacoby's of the world who basically was on all three Super Bowl teams and gave up hardly ever, no, no sacks and led one of the best mm. counter trade offenses in NFL history with his, with his pool blocking. Guys like Brian Mitchell, who at one point led the entire career history in kicking putt return touchdowns, Nothing. Uh-huh. Like, I, I can name a few guys. Like, it took a while for Art Monk to get in the Hall of Fame. Like, it it, I don't understand. Way too long. Way I don't long.
3: understand. I agree, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, is it something about Hall of Fame voting that we don't know?
1: It, it has- is,
3: is, it, is it like a good old boys club or whatever? Because for John Lynch, I mean, I could think of a whole lot of other names well, than John Lynch that I would have put in there. If you think I mean, about it, if you think about how like long? Well, he played the same position that Steve Atwater played. I used to have conversation with Steve Atwater. I used to train Steve Atwater's kids. His son played at played at Peachtree Ridge with my son. I used to talk to Steve Atwater on a daily basis, and I used to say to him at times. I never the first time I said to him like, Steve, how come you not in the Hall of Fame? He just got real quiet. Yeah. And I didn't know that that was a sore spot with him until his wife told me that us said, Boo don't ever talk to him about that again. <laughs> but that is a real sore spot with him. And it bothers him tremendously that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Steve Atwater, when I was growing up, used to be like the man. I mean, everybody wanted to be Steve Atwater. When you talk about safety. The next word out of your mouth was Steve because yep. it was Steve Atwater was the guy when you talk about safety. And everybody to this day will talk about the day he hit Christian, Christian
0: McCoy. Yay. Remember
3: that? Ooh. Good God Almighty. <laughs> I mean, lifted that boy off the ground. And everybody was mad at him the play before, a couple plays before. Him. They're like, hey, man, why you just go up there and hit him like that? You know, don't be afraid of him. He said, dude, I'm not afraid y'all. Just chill. Just chill. I'm just biding my time. I know what I'm doing. Man, he hit Christian Okoye so hard, like the next two plays. This, look at this right here. Look like at this. The Nigerian. look at that. that. That's, that's you, Christian Okoye right there. That he, was the biggest bruising running back in the league at the time. And the crazy I mean, thing just is, a
0: monster. We talk about show-stopping Hall of Fame plays. This man personally retired that guy from yes, the NFL. Did. Like, Yes, he did.
3: He hit him so hard. If this is it, I hope this is the hit. Maybe this is it right here. Bam! Get you oh, look at that. <laughs> look at hey. After that, he I don't think he played another down. I don't think he ever played again in his life. Look at this. Yeah. Bam. I mean yeah. just late lower the boom on. Him. Meet me in the hole. Did you see that? <laughs> I mean, Falcon fans don't get to see that very often. I mean, y'all know y'all don't get to see that. Unless y'all want to receive an end of it. But did you see that, Miss Chair? I did. I mean, show me some John Lynch did. Like that. I'm waiting right here, Jason. <laughs> you man, you you would you could search for days and you ain't gonna find nothing like that on John Lynch. Who's somebody going like there? that. Man, come on. I'm so telling te- right now school us a little water, bit, coach,
2: and tell me how like, do they have a certain number of inductees per
3: year? Oh, no, it, it, it varies all the time. Then oh, what is that? Oh it, number one, Jay he's was already being stood up by three people when he came in there and laid that one. I year that one. I yeah that one. All these little blind shots. Okoye saw Steve Atwater coming. Saw him coming. No, Jay. No, Jay, all them assists. Those <laughs> are assists, Jay. Yeah, you need to stop that. Oh, look at it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good God, i matter sick. Look, <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> Jay, come on, Jay. Are you Jay, so- oh, <laughs> That right there? Are you serious?
0: Okay. He put are his you- helmet
3: on the guy behind. Aj, now, you, you now think that's up, a good play?
0: Now pull up Rodney Harrison, then let's talk. <laughs> <laughs>
3: let's Listen, have a competition. I'm just telling you, I believe, I believe that, like I said, for Atwater to just be getting in there now on his however many long he's been, and for John Lynch to be getting in there as soon as he's gotten in there, I, I just don't like it. And 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 again, like Drew Pearson. I always thought that Drew Pearson would be in the Hall of Fame because he's my favorite receiver. He's one of the best receivers of his time. But when he missed it, as long as he missed it, I I never thought he was going to get in. I'll be honest with you. So that's why I'm wondering if they just let him in because he publicly would have parties at his house waiting for the phone call from the commissioner and not get them. And then because of that, you know, like I said uh, – I mean, it was agonizing to watch. Miss I I don't know if you ever saw it. I mean, I I, had, I just had to hide my eyes. I don't want to watch this. Yeah, I mean it was crying a, last year. To see a grown man just break down and start crying like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, that was gut-wrenching. So anyway, I just I was just curious as to what you guys thought about about the uh Hall of Fame. All right, let's switch over to the NBA. We're we gonna switch over and talk about one of Irv's favorite players, I'm sure. Ring chasing Mellon is now wearing yellow. Er, talk to us about your boy.
0: Well, I mean. LeBron said
3: a... the time is now.
0: Listen, he's been in the league for years. When LeBron said the time
3: is now, you got to come 17 You got to come running. Hey. To come running. When
0: come on, LeBron, said, on, LeBron
3: is, is the GF of basketball, when LeBron said the time is now, I guarantee you, LeBron gives Chris Paul's ass up out of feet. All, oh, all no. LeBron I got to do is call Chris Paul. Hey, Chris, the time no. is
0: out. No, listen, no. it's, it's gonna be like D. Wade in Cleveland. They're gonna trade him up out of there. But uh, yeah, it's it's about time that Melo really needs to start thinking about trying to figure out if he's gonna win. Seventeen years in the league, go ahead and get your best shot and just go out on the high note after this year because mm-hmm. it's 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 coming to an end soon.
3: But what happens if he wins, or I mean, what happens if they win this year?
0: Does uh, they he come win. back
3: next year and try to repeat?
0: Nah. If, if they win, he's done. Wow. Okay, Ms. Chair, what do you think?
2: I think so, too. I think if they win it this year, he he does. Um, he walks away from it. I don't think if they don't win it, I don't think he walks away. Because I think he thinks he still has years to play.
3: I'm with you, Ms. Carey. I think so, too. I mean, that would be the scary thing to me is for LeBron. I mean, how are you going to – what are you going to do when you lose and you don't win? And now Melo wants to hang around and, and be like, wait a minute, you told me the time was now, so I came running. I mean, you know, let me stay around till I get this ring. Irv, talk yeah. to him. What's the mentality with
0: that? i tell you what, if they in the third or the fourth seed, he's a batter there. They're going to be trying oh, to figure out how so? to get another superstar up in there. Heck, they do it all the time, man. If he's in first place, they going to keep the team. Anything lower, he's out of there.
3: I, I don't know that I would say get another superstar. I'm not sure that Melo is still a superstar. Well, no. I mean, he's always been very suspect to me. I mean, and I don't watch a lot of basketball. I don't watch a lot of basketball. But I know the times that I did watch him, and maybe it was just coincidence, he never played with. I mean, to me, he is nowhere near as pure as a Steph Curry or a Clay Thompson or any of those kind of guys. Devin Booker, even. I mean, that Joker is streaky at best. And apparently at times I saw him, he was the streak was working against him. Cause he was he was just like old boy shooting them ball from the corner the other night for Milwaukee.
0: That was oh. terrible. Yeah, that's that's the one thing about Melo. He he has to be in a nice groove and mixing him with LeBron, I don't know if that's that's a, a good groove because he likes to start mid-range and then work his way out. And here's
3: my thing: just like you said, the and when I whenever I watched highlights of him, they would show him in the streak and just knocking him down from everywhere. He like, damn Melo had 60 last night, you know. You like shit, you know. But then when you watch the whole game, you're like. I thought this joker could shoot. <laughs> <laughs> this joker joke is terrible. You're like, why does anybody want him on their team? Streaky. Dude, I'm just telling you, I I don't know what Jason talking about. Miller has a bit of a spot-up guy for a bit, and they can use him to create on the second team. Okay, maybe Jason say he can hold down the, the second team while LeBron and AD back there. But back then, they're getting a little pick me up in the locker room before they go out for the second half. <laughs> Spit on that wine. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. And they're <laughs> doing something. All right, let's talk about uh Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma said he had two words for his old team. Did you read that? You heard that error? I did not. You know what those two words were? My <laughs> <Goodbye>. bad. Nope. <laughs> Anybody err? Goodbye. <laughs> not quite <laughs> He said that the two things The two words he had were He was so happy he was somewhere now Where he could be myself Oh yeah He said I just want to be myself He said every time I've gone somewhere People trying to recreate me And trying to turn me into something I'm not I just want to go somewhere where I should be myself yeah. And I feel like I'm finally somewhere Where they're going to allow me to be myself, and I promise you, I'm going to be a good player. But he said when he was in L.A., they kept trying to make him into something or somebody he wasn't, and he wasn't comfortable there. He said, I want to be myself. And so that that those were his two words. It just said, I just want to be myself. That's it. So I, I thought that was kind of neat. I just want to see what you thought about it uh since he's your new uh, superstar in the chocolate
0: city. I don't know about superstar, but listen – one hundred percent. Hold on, on. on.
3: you gonna, gonna give a superstar to Melo, and you're not gonna give it to Kyle.
0: Melo superstar. You did. Well, you
3: said they're gonna get another superstar,
0: as if Melo was gonna. Be. To, no, another superstar to join them. Oh. Okay, not to replace. Yeah. Him. Not to replace a superstar. <laughs> Melo is just a good. He's a streaky shooter. That's it. That's where That's he in his career. At but, best. But Kuzma. At best welcome to DC Kuzma uh we will let you freelance we don't we don't want you to spot up in the corner and wait for LeBron to dribble the shot clock out come on home feel huh, free all
3: yeah. right <laughs> uh, real quick we're we'll gonna talk about uh because I I know this is I got it under NBA even though it's talking about the Olympics but basically that was the NBA team that was out there I mean I, I I listen I don't know how they get to do the Olympics how many how many people do you get to put on the USA? team? So when they were losing all those games with all them high school kids and, and uh, all them uh, Juco kids and all that on that team, all of a sudden I looked out there and I saw five stud NBA players out there. Draymond Green, Devin Booker, Durant. I mean, they, they were just flourishing with NBA talent all of a sudden. And then they wound up winning the gold medal. Were you
0: surprised? I'll go to her first. Irv, were you surprised that they won the gold medal? Nope, because last week I said they started gelling at the right time.
3: Do mm-hmm. so you think it's just because they were gelling, not necessarily because at the time they were losing, they right. didn't have all of those pieces that they wound up having because of
0: the playoffs? But but you got to think about it. A lot of these guys they've only been together for twelve days before they got shipped out to the Olympics. These other teams been playing together for years. That's true. That's true. But, I mean, obviously th- those other
3: teams, too, are somewhat inferior. I mean, basketball is worldwide, but basketball isn't really basketball like it is in the NBA. I mean, right. the, the NBA just has a whole nother level of, 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 of basketball. And, I, and I'll be honest with you, you know, when you're playing that uh that that international basketball where you're allowed to go 10 and all those kind of things, that brings another element into the game. I mean, yeah. Draymond Green, well, I don't know how he learned the goaltend so well, but, but <laughs> Dray, Draymond Green was killing that goaltending. Like, if that ball bounced around and was around that cylinder, he was snatching that thing up off the rim. <laughs> right. Like, I like this rule. I mean, he liked that pretty well. Miss Carey, what do you think? Were you surprised by the gold medal
2: win? No, I think, again, We I think we knew last week, after, I I really do think that Drew Holiday made a, made a huge difference. Booker made a huge difference. Um not saying that the yeah, obviously they were super talented over the people that were there before. But I think the facilitator and Drew the defense that he brought, I think that that just kind of changed changed the outlook.
3: Well, I mean Chris Middleton, I thought Chris Middleton also, yeah. you know, was was a big fact. I mean, the times he came in and sometimes he was just I mean, when Durant was out, Middleton was like, okay, this is my time to shine right now. Yeah. I mean, Middleton was lighting them up. I mean, I, I really couldn't believe how, how much better that team was with, with three or four more players. Yeah. I'm glad they won. Obviously, I'm, you know, USA guy and whatnot. I'll be honest with you, I wasn't sure they were going to win. I did think France was going to give them a And it wound up being France that they played. But I thought France was going to give them a, a, even a little better run than what they did because Rudy Gobert and some of those other guys who played in the, NBA, in, in the NBA before, I figured they would have some kind of plan to stop them. But, I mean, with Durant doing what he did, I mean, you know, he's hitting 30 points just about every time he's been in an important game, and he hit 29 in that game. So, uh, you know, hats off to them for winning. Hats off to them for, for finishing off. What looked like a very devastating start. And uh, and I'm glad to see that they won. On the flip side of that, did anybody see the USA women team? Did y'all see them play? Yes, yeah,
2: a did. couple of games.
3: Dude, it was like the Harlem Globetrotters out there playing. Herb, <laughs> give me, your, give me your, your thoughts on the USA women.
0: Well, listen, where the men decided to catch up with the U.S., it's, it ain't quite there yet <laughs> no, i the women's to side of it. Like they do, got some WNBA players that's playing for other teams, but it's not like France where they got seven active and nine that previously, you know. It's it's uh, the the women ain't there yet. It's uh, I agree. it's it's gonna be interesting. Miss Carrie, what do you think?
2: <clears throat> yeah, ditto. I think that that's how the USA men's team used to look up against the competition at the Olympics. Amen. Um, but those women were were showing out.
3: I know Brittany we're Garner. short on time. We're short on time, so I'm just gonna say this. Okay. I know they said that uh when I heard that J- Japan, who played against uh the US in the finals, when they said <laughs> in the semifinals that Japan did not have a woman taller than six foot one. Yep. It was a wrap. <laughs> like, this this, this going to be ugly. When you got Britney Griner out there, and, and I mean, you know, she whatever six six or uh, Whatever she is, <laughs> six, they just, it was wrong too. I mean, they just throwing the ball up to her. There were three people around.
0: <laughs> Listen, they had—they got Brittany Griner six eight, Sylvia Fowles six six, <laughs> Asia Wilson six four, exactly. Dude, <laughs> uh, it was, Stewart six three.
3: It was sad. Mm-hmm. It was sad. Not to mention, you know, you got Sue Bird, and I mean, you got ballers. You got Tarazi. I mean, you got ballers out. There. I mean, see these, these women. We'll give some NBA men's teams some trouble. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like USA's backup point guard, Chelsea Gray, is taller than China's tallest player.
3: That's what I'm trying to tell you, dude. It's it's crazy. I mean, they 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 put on a show. Let's talk about the Olympics in general. Uh you know, the USA was first in golds, first in total medals. Anybody surprised by that? No. I mean, are we are we still the leader? Other world when it comes to the Olympic games and things like that, maybe training. I read somewhere and my little brother sent me something about the city of Houston. Did y'all see that stat? They yeah. said the city of Houston by itself would have been like, you know, better than some countries with how many uh, medals were won just by people who are from Houston.
1: Yeah. I mean,
3: why, why is that? Why is it that we are, Still so far ahead of people in in athletics. Uh, I'll give you one word population. Oh, population. What about China?
0: They were number two, they were right there.
3: I know, but China got more people than we got,
0: but not (laughs) 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 like they were right there. Like, China was basically number one for the entire one until the track came up. But wow. and then you then you gotta think about it. For the U.S., we basically have a bunch of defects, uh, a bunch of people coming from other countries. So we have at least two to three people in every Olympic event. Whereas China, you know, they get their money on the ping pong, they get their money on the on the um, the badminton and the and the, the swimming and the synchronization and all those events. Right. But you don't see China in like equestrian. The U.S. got that. Like, you don't see them in the, well, they was in the diving, but they they really wasn't doing so much into that. But you have to think about it. Like, we can send legit 10 people in every event if they allowed us to. Ooh,
3: Jason got some good stuff. I'm reading Jason's stuff. Also, we value our sports and entertainment much more than any other country. China tries to compete in the same vein as we do with sports and entertainment. Yeah. I hear Jake. I hear Jake. I ain't mad at you. I agree. I, I do believe that we put a different value on it. Dude, one of the first thing they were trying to do when the pandemic started was get sports back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Somebody, please get these guys playing on TV. US, the U.S. also allocates more money to training and youth athletics, especially women. I agree with you on that, too, man. That's what I was saying. I was saying when her said one word, I said that one word is money. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. He said population. I was gonna say money. What was the most shocking thing that you saw in the Olympics? What What was the the most the thing that shocked you most, Miss What did you see?
2: Mm, I didn't really watch a whole lot. Um, I, I think I said it last week in the in the preliminaries when that um, racer fell and then came back and won that um, won her race. Can't think yeah. of her last name now. Um, hmm. but I didn't, who, what was her name?
1: I can't
0: remember. I know who you're talking about. I don't about. know.
2: Okay. But yeah, that was, that was what shocked me. I, I er, didn't really watch too much, but basketball. Er, what shocked you the most?
0: Uh, I think the one thing that shocked me is that everybody that had a lot to say about the sporting events, whether it be mega rapino with soccer, hmm. um, Simone Biles, didn't live up to the hype that they had going into the Olympics.
2: Mm, okay.
0: Um, you know, the most the people who had the most voice before the Olympics didn't show out. And the people who were very quiet were the ones that, that handled their own business.
3: Ooh, very good observation. Very good observation. Mine's a little bit more simple than that. The most shocking thing with me was how y'all gonna let a white dude win in the hundred meters? He's black. That dude from Italian, That dude from Italy. His, man, he's dude, black. Man, they black. There ain't no black people. in Italy. His mom is <laughs> like Haitian or something. That, that joke in Italy wore them jokers out. And he, how did the U.S. men's he was born by here. 100 team not even qualify for the finals? How does that
0: happen?
3: Hey, I mean, they supposed to be the the five, four fastest dudes on the planet, supposedly. And Doggo didn't even qualify for the fight. How does that happen?
0: Listen, no male runner from the United States got a gold medal until the 4 by 400 race the last day.
3: (laughs) Is that not shocking to y'all? I mean, you know, and I'm sitting up here thinking, okay, if the USA ain't going to win, Jamaica's going to win it. Italy. Italy won the 4 by 100 and the 100 meter. I mean, since when? I mean, how does that happen earlier?
0: Hey, right now, sprinting is a, a worldwide sport now. Wow. Except for except for the women. Wow. Jamaica still rules that.
3: Wow. I dude, I was shocked when I saw that. I just was like, Since when did Italy pose a threat? Normally it's gonna be somebody from Germany or he's Russia. From here. He's or from the
0: States, he's from the US. Wow. He trades here still, he was born here. He, I only, picked, he only picked up Italy because his father is Italian.
3: Well, I'm telling you right now, somebody better get that joker back over here, or whatever, cause <laughs> I mean, he won by three steps. It wasn't even close. It was ugly. Dude, I, I I was I was absolutely blown away when I saw that. I don't on a more somber note, and we'll sign off with this. Uh Bobby Bowden, head coach of Florida State, passed away. I think they say he was 91 years old. Um It really hit me hard because being from Valdosta, Georgia, Florida State's like, you know, an hour and a half away. Used to drive down to Florida State all the time. Coach Bowden used to come to our practices. Lowndes County's always been kind of a powerhouse in South Georgia. A lot of kids uh, that I grew up watching play and and that I actually played with went to Florida State. And so uh, just a shock, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're all going to die. And, and, you know, we, we know that, you know, when you're 91 years old, obviously you've lived your share, and that's a, that's a good life. You know, you're dying 91 years old. There's a lot of people that die a lot sooner. But still, it, it, there's an impact to me when, when that happens to a coach like Coach Bowden because you just immediately think about how even though you've only met him and talked to him maybe for five or ten minutes or something like that, he left an impact on you. And, and I think that can be said. Irv, I know you might understand that being a sports guy, some of the old coaches that you used to have, but I was very impacted by the death of Bobby Bowden. What do you think, Ms. Carey?
2: Coach, I'm just happy to hear you speak well of somebody. Um, I'm glad that Bobby Bowden had that um, type of uh, impact on your life. I don't know much about this man or Florida State, um, but I know that I heard a lot of people come on uh, ESPN that afternoon and give praise, you know, say that his praises and how much he meant to them. So, I think including, was it Deion Sanders? Deion Sanders, yes, ma'am. And he was a Falcon, so, you know, I heard that.
3: Yeah, Deion Sanders, but I, I don't talk too well about Deion now. But anyway, um, but yeah, he, he was he was a okay. blessing. He was a blessing to Deion Sanders. And I, I heard what Deion had to say about him. Mean, Deion said some very nice stuff, actually, Brought a little tear to my eye, um, but but don't make no mistake about it. My dad didn't ever have nothing to do with no Atlanta Falcons.
0: What what you, <laughs> you think, her? Yeah, I, everything you said was the same feeling that I had when I met Pat Summit from Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah and, yeah, and yeah. and it was crazy because the the year that I met her, she was still going through her. Uh, I think she had dementia,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and um and it was funny. Out of all the memory issues that she had. Um, the year after when I met her, she still remembered me, like mm. the conversations we had and everything. And wow. her son was just looking at like, "Geez, like you must have had a real impact on her." And then wow. that particular year, she ended up passing. Um, but you you hear such beautiful words coming to these people that have done a lot for our youth, uh, kid, where our our previous generation and generations before, and these are the type of people that we need to let our next generation know that these are the type of people we really need to follow. These Amen. are the type of people that, that we have to show that our next generation need to have that same, I'm trying to trying to think of the right words. Um, like we need to teach them the same thing that these people taught us.
3: Amen. I tell you and, what, you know, I got into coaching 21 years ago and uh, there's, there's a little saying that they have in coaching that a coach will impact more lives in one season than most people do in their entire lifetime. And what I try to tell people is is that impacting lives and influencing lives goes both ways. You can influence them in a good way. You can influence them in a bad way. Because I'm going to tell you right now, coaches have a lot of power. And I tell coaches all the time, be careful what you say around those kids because mm-hmm. they'll remember for the rest of their life. I, say, I still say things to kids these days that coaches said to me back when I was that, that age, when I, when I was that young, and saying things like, uh, if a frog's ass was made of glass, he busted every time he hopped. <laughs> I Johnson used to say that to me all the time. I said, well, Coach, if I had done this, if I had done that, and then that's what Coach Johnson would say to me. Or he'd say, boo, if a frog had a hip pocket, he told a forty-five to keep the flies off his ass. And that's another thing I say to is to this day. So, like I said, good or bad, when coaches say something to you like that, then you're going to remember it and you're going to regurgitate it. And and put it, like you just said, or stuff that you remember from way back then, uh, you'll you, you remember the rest of your life. So, yeah. anyway, uh, you know, our prayers go out to the Bowden family and to the Florida State family and really just, you know, nation, if not worldwide. Because he, he he had that kind of reach. I mean, you know, when you talk about somebody who won 377, I think they said it was a uh, Division One football game. He been around a long time. And he know he knew a lot of people, and I guarantee there's a lot of hurt going on right now down in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, you know where he lived for many years and where he coached for many years. And so, like I said, we reach out to to him and his family. That's about it for today, Ms. Chair. Don't ever try to call me out like that. Talking I'll never say nothing good about nobody. I do. I say I say good stuff so all the time. It was so special. Jason finna get up on here Man, I talk good about Jason all the time. You know, I always, I always do to my brother. I talk, don't talk good about you. <laughs> yeah, you talk
1: good about me. You you're right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what though, y'all need to watch that podcast he did about them damn superhero movies.
1: I called oh, him and cussed
3: his ass out today about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, we man. did the top three worst superhero movies of all time bracket, and Coach was hot. He he called. Oh, he stopped hot. watching it. He got so mad. I
3: did. I had I had to put in a comment. I stopped watching it immediately and put some comments on that thing.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude, he gonna say that Blade three was a worse superhero movie than Steel. starring Shaquille O'Neal wrapped up in a <laughs> trash can.
1: <laughs> what is that? If you want to what hear my rationale, that? you need to watch the show. No, you, you, you like get a, a technical file for that one. No. Nah. While we chose, Steel, while we chose uh, Blade Trinity over Steel. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Thank you. Thank you, Herb. Thank you. Out of there. Once again, you got to hear the rationale. Before you, once you Ooh. hear it, you'll be like, I may not agree, but I can see why. You got to hear the rationale first. <laughs> No, Herb, you got Herb.
3: tune in. Herb, hey, <laughs> I'm about to read look at my down. Comment. Read my comment because I went off.
0: <laughs> look, I've been working like crazy. I haven't had a chance to look at it. I will not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, folks, we got to get out of here. We want to thank Miss Carrie, the Falcon lover. Want to thank Big Herb, all the way from Chocolate City, and of course, want to thank Jason for being the man on the ones and twos and handling his business like he does. And uh, he'll have this all sliced and diced and put up and yeah. stuff for us. So we thank you for all that work, Jay. Good night, Tom. We'll see you, Matt Collette. Hey, Miss Hood, I see you made it. I know Miss Ham. I saw Miss Ham out there. Uh, I saw Travis out there, too. We want to once again, uh oh, shout out to Clemson's freshman, Barrett Carter. He showed out his first days of practice with a one handed interception. Well, I seen him do that. And Matt Collette, you seen him do it too. A 1,000 times up there in Gatlin. That's a great kid. I've been training him since he was in the eighth grade. And it, they say he might start this year at Clemson, which I really hope he does. So he's a he's a fantastic player. He's going to be a, a, a great player for years to come. So anyway, thank you, Matt, for that. We appreciate that. But guys, if we didn't mention you on here, want to thank everybody for being on here. And we will all talk to you next week.
1: Good night, Miss Francis. Straight from the hip. We will see you all next week. All right.